Welcome to Scale Your Business Radio with your hosts, David Finkel and Jeff Hoffman. Hi, I'm David Finkel, your co-host, and I'm joined here by Jeff Hoffman, serial entrepreneur. And you're joining us here on Scale Your Business Radio, the show that teaches you how to grow your business and get your life back. So, Jeff, what we promised we were going to talk about right now, and I want to jump into this, this idea of what happens after you've successfully scaled the company. What, what does it actually look like? And I know different people have done different things with businesses, you know, three main exit strategies. You can sell the company. You can continue to scale it even larger and enjoy that ride, or you can transition into more of a passive role that you play and own the business passively. So talk real quickly, if you would, what did you choose to do for for your life uh, with uh, PostPriceline.com in terms of some of the business that you did? Sure. So, you know, you mentioned a few different options, and I've been through all of them. I have been through uh, selling a company to a larger acquirer. Uh, We've been through, uh, you know, in more than one case, Priceline included, taking the company public and exiting through an IPO. and then some companies just don't work. But the ones that are successful, uh, you know, there are, like you said, there are a lot of strategies with what you do later for you to exit. In the Priceline case, um, we used the public markets. We did an IPO, which created value for everybody involved in the company from the start and going forward, and that gave people an opportunity uh, to, you know, turn their hard work into liquidity over time and to move on after that. Yeah. You know, it's interesting to me when I look at a business owner, most uh, business owners, we don't, we don't have a clue what life would actually be like after the, the exit from a business. It's interesting. I think most business owners pour their heart and soul into that first business, and whether it's five years later, 15 years later, and, and they, if they sell that company, if they choose that as the exit, it's interesting about, about what life is like post that sale. What, what was it like for you when you sold your first company? It was C, CTI was the first one that you sold, correct? Correct. We sold that uh, company to American Express. Um, and, you know, it's interesting you said that because I hit a point where I loved my life. I loved coming to work every day because I had a good life outside of work, but I also enjoyed my work, my employees, our market. We were growing. We were making money. So when I first got an acquisition offer, I didn't want to sell the company because I didn't know what I would do the next day. What if you liked the week as much as you liked the weekend? And, you know, you couldn't wait to get to work just as much as you couldn't wait to get to your family the rest of your life. And I was thinking, will I ever find this moment again, a company that I just love being at every day? So I was actually reluctant to sell the company initially because my quality of life was finally where I wanted it to be. Yeah. What turned the corner for you? What what tipped you over the the edge there and made you take the, the decision to go ahead and sell? Well, I think part of it was that selling the company, and, and uh, you know, I, I don't want this to sound crass, but because I didn't want to sell uh, and we were going back and forth in this discussion, they continued to increase the offer. So <laughs> they hit a point where it just, it just seemed silly not to do it. It didn't make any sense. But I think the other part of that is you start to realize that, if your business leads you to success, your success then leads you to be able to achieve a whole bunch of your other life, life, other life goals that you couldn't have done otherwise, which included being able to help a lot of people in the world. There's a lot of problems in the world that unfortunately, although I'm not a money-driven person, require money to solve. 
and I realized that, that a successful exit from the company would enable us financially to be able to go out in the world and achieve goals in our lives that were much more important than the business itself. It's interesting to hear you say that, and I think it's a wonderful uh, statement about, about your, your value structure, and I, one I concur with. I, I think for me the biggest lesson I got, I sold two companies early on, and I think for me I, I was uh, blown away by how I felt after I sold those companies. It, it almost felt like they don't need me. You know, of course I wanted them to be successful, but I didn't want them to be too successful because I I wanted to be needed, and and I felt a little bit empty with that part. Did you did you ever have that feeling when you sold? Well, you know, not not yeah, absolutely. Not only do you feel a little bit empty, but there's another thing I never anticipated. When you sell your company, all your employees now work for the acquiring a company, and company. And you, in some way, as silly as this is, even though a lot of us build a business to one day sell it, when you sell it, there's this almost feeling of betrayal. You just sold all your people, and they used to work for your, you know, for your company because they wanted to work for you, and now they work for somebody else's company in potentially a different culture. So it was a difficult emotional decision because I felt to some degree like I was letting down or betraying my team by selling them to somebody else. That was something I never imagined, and it was difficult to deal with. Yeah, and I hear you say that. For me, one of the things I think going around this, this now in my fourth round that I've learned that's been a wonderful lesson is, you know, I, 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 I look back at how I did it the first few times and how much of me I identified that I was the business. And, and if the business did well, I felt good about myself, and if the business was struggling, you know, my self-image, my self-esteem, my self-concept would take a hit there as well. And I think one of the things I notice for people who've done this and have a happy life as opposed to just they've done it and been successful during the business but don't, don't really have a happy life outside of it is that the, the lesson about, you know, making sure that we recognize we're not our business from an emotional standpoint because I see how sometimes the emotional connection with the business of saying I am the business or it represents me makes it hard to let go, and the irony is, or the paradox is, that makes it harder to scale it. Have you observed the same thing with business owners, the ones that are happiest post-business or happiest even in the business? Absolutely, David. In fact, when you first brought this topic up to me, it made it even more, I think, urgent uh, for me to work with you to write this book, Scale, because I realized that a lot of people are in that position and don't realize that, don't know how to get out of it. Don't, they feel they feel stuck in that sense. They feel so tied to the business, and that we just need help. We need to know that other people feel that way. Other people have been there, and you need a little bit of how-to guidance to separate your entire identity from the business so you're not trapped in it so much. And that's one of the things I'm excited about that we share in this book, Scale, is that we address that issue specifically. I certainly wish I had read this book back then because I would have saved myself a lot of emotional distress feeling the way that you just talked about. I thought I was the business, and, in fact, nobody ever would have acquired it from me if I hadn't eventually figured out that I can't operate that way. You know, Jeff, I'm really appreciative of that. So everyone who's joining us here for this particular show as we bring today's episode to an end, I want to look back here. We wanted to use, Jeff and I decided we wanted to use this very first as inaugural show of Scale Your Business Radio to give you a sneak peek or an inside look about Jeff and myself so you can get a sense of where we're coming from. In future, we're going to get into more concrete strategies, tips, and tactics about how you actually affect the scale, 
of how do you grow your company without sacrificing your life. So I want to say thank you, Jeff, for joining me here today on the Scale Your Business radio show, and I look forward to seeing all of you here in the future uh, who come back to future shows where we're talking about how it is that you build your systems, how do you implement internal controls, how do you get your team all on the same page. And we'll be talking with some of the, the most innovative entrepreneurs and how they've done that with their companies here. 